Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Fuller, and we're going to have an exciting show today. My guests are Zach Simpson, Kevin McCashin, and Dan Platt. And we're going to talk about the ramifications of Rezone Albany and what's going on in Albany right now, especially with the uh, Plasma Center in uh, by Westgate. So, uh, Zach, why don't you give us a background? We've had a few uh, conversations that focus on Albany in the past. So give us an overview of where we, where, what you talked about, and as of right now, what's going on. Sure. So uh, thank you very much, Cynthia, for having me on your show today. So um, for your uh, listeners, um, so my name is Zach Simpson. I'm a vice president of Upper Washington Avenue uh, Neighborhood Association. Um, it was back in December of 2017 when uh, CSL Plasma, representatives from CSL Plasma, it's a multi-billion dollar um, Australian-based corporation, as well as uh, I believe it was Chris Spencer, who is the Commissioner of Planning for the City of Albany uh, Department of Planning, came to our neighborhood meeting, talked about a for-profit, for-pay blood plasma center. Um, I was there that night. Um, they talked about a lot of the altruistic reasons associated with donating your plasma, um, but a lot of people there had done their homework before that meeting and started asking a lot of questions. Um, a lot of questions about the use. Um, but at that point in time, it was openly discussed about a thousand foot separation, a buffer between any residential area, any church, school, park. Um, so after that meeting, I went home. I said, okay, let me take a look and see what I can find about blood plasma centers. I found about 110 pages of materials, uh, about 20 references <clears throat> about all of the issues associated with blood plasma centers. So I informed a lot of other people in my neighborhood, particularly Mike O'Brien, who is my councilman. So we followed this issue from the planning board. It went to the Board of Zoning Appeals because what happened was a blood plasma center was not existing in the code for the city of Albany at that time. Commissioner said, you know, we do have to put in a zoning amendment. Um, all of a sudden, a thousand foot setback went to 250 a few <laughs> months later. Okay, Michael, Brian, myself, mm-hmm. the neighborhood, we were obviously taken aback, um, demanded why. Um, and, you know, we're always told, well, he's, he's, he's doing research. He's in the process of doing research. So um, it went to the Board of Zoning of Appeals. The Board of Zoning of Appeals kicked it back to the planning board. The planning board in itself recommended, before it went to the council, common council, because the common council has to approve it, 500-foot separation. So they bumped it up. They disagreed with the planning commissioner, bumped it up to 500. It got to the council. It got tabled because, you know, the council was like, you know, I, I spoke up at the planning board. I spoke up at the common council. They tabled it. Um, the owners of Hennifer Plaza, um, their attorneys filed an Article 78 against the city of Albany. Um, so it went back to the Board of Zoning of Appeals. They also filed an administrative appeal, went back to the zoning appeals. Zoning appeals overturns the planning commissioner's recommendations and calls it light manufacturing, a plasma center. What are they manufacturing? I'd like you to explain to me. 
Um, so I disagree with it. Mike O'Brien disagreed with it. Four members of our neighborhood disagree with it. If we file our own lawsuit against the Board of Zoning of Appeals of the City of Albany and the owners of Hannaford. And at the same time, it was way back in last year, Mike O'Brien actually put forth his own ordinance, which subsequently got approved twice by the council, vetoed twice by the council, and then overridden Monday. And now it's law in the city of Albany, 1,000-foot setback. So, that's so Kevin, what do you think? Background. Well, what, what would the setback be right now? I mean, where did the 250? So, where did it? Where did 250 come from? I mean, was the plasma? Was that because this is you know? So Kathy's contention, and God forbid, I, I, uh, I mean, I attack Kathy probably five days a week. But with this, what, uh, what, what changed, or what's the? I don't understand. So that's as soon the as question, the plasma Kevin. people. I assume. Yeah, but it, my speaking. I assume that ahead. the 250 comes from the language that's actually in the code for probably the most closest facility to a blood donation center or a medical clinic, let's say, um, or that light manufacturing. So they said light manufacturing. That's probably the 250 step back for light manufacturing because it isn't heavy manufacturing. Light manufacturing could be... The 250 okay, came early. but I'm just suggesting. I'm just late. suggesting. Okay, I'm just suggesting that, like, if they went to the code and pulled the number out of there, oh, because I think 250 sounds was, like what it would yeah. be for, say, the um, the actual what's it called, the zone that that plaza's in, the commercial commercial highway. I think is what it's called. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but. Wow. I mean, I guess I'd have to know what, uh, I mean, did the, the 250 go to 1,000 after they applied? Or was this, what, so, what is the reason? Fill me in on the reason. What's the reason have to do with that? Is, so they did their comprehensive plan as part of Albany 2030? And did it change it in there? As far as, you mean, plasma Well, centers? did light manufacturing pot, did the notion of light manufacturing pop up in the – did that, that already exist? Right? Yes, it did. Okay. So, yeah, so light manufacturing was in the rezone. Um, but, you know, as Mike O'Brien and any other council member who was serving in 2017 will tell you, blood yep. plasma centers in no way was ever considered or brought up or even part of a light manufacturing designation. That's the, mm. that's the real problem here. And it's a stretch. And it's almost like they look for somewhere in the code to stick it into. Mm-hmm. Well, they would have to find something if it's a whole new category. But I would say, yeah, what, what's a medical clinic? 250? Or is that 1,000? A medical clinic? Oh, I don't know. But, you know, as far as late manufacturing, yeah. there is no setback. Right. Hmm. So that's why it was <laughs> convenient. I'm just surprised. They really think there's that many issues with, uh, you know, I mean, it sounded like a social issue more than a property issue. Well, would it attract some sort of undesirable crowd more than Hannaford already does? So, you know, a lot of it was about the process and our our issue with being told one thing and then the the planning department doing another. Right. As far as plopping that setback down conveniently to 250 to make it allowable. So that was our big thing. But you know, to go off of that, so my back, you know, I have a background in biology, so yeah. I know the physiological effects of this stuff. 
Um, so mm-hmm. I produced, um, yeah, as I said, 110 pages of articles, and I can just read just some of the titles. The Twisted Business of Donating Plasma from the Atlantic, uh, Donating Plasma, You're Selling Yourself Short by Healthy Magazine, Is Money Tainting the Plasma Supply by the New York Times? Um, yeah. What else? Oh, the American plasma industry has thrived since the Great Recession, keeping the financial vampires well-fed. I mean, these, there are tons of stuff out there. Long-term plasma donation comes with consequences. The bloodsucker of Valentine, which was from Valentine, Kansas. Um, so there's tons of stuff out there, and all this stuff I gave to the planning department as well as the Common Council. Yeah. So they had, they had this information. I've read a few of those in the last few years. Is it, um, do you guys in favor of legalization of drugs? What's that? Are you in favor of legalization yes. of drugs? So what's yes, the difference between drugs and de-legal. and de-legal. yeah, de-legalization? What's the oh, sorry, deregulation. What's the difference between donating plasma and doing drugs if there's long-term harm? <laughs> so I can, uh, can I answer of, that, oh, Cynthia? Go ahead, go ahead, so dystopian, dystopian metaphors of draining the poor's blood for profit aside, if it only seems okay, it's because uh, donating, uh, let's say selling your blood is an extension of overall wage and debt slavery. Those that do not own massive amounts of property have to prostitute themselves. And this is to a larger question of, yes, social issues and, and to say that a property issue isn't a social issue, of course it is. So this is a, like a larger battle slash, you know, to put an analysis on it between politics mattering in Albany or anywhere and the automatic regulation of property and development via the zoning, which is what its purpose is to make it automatic because markets and the financiers, they just want consistency, right? And that's what they say. What is inconsistent is things like democracy and local empowerment and local autonomy and people literally masses having agency here. What is the opposite of agency is losing your job in a crisis and then having to sell your blood to rich people because they think it makes them more healthier that way um, and other things like that. Aren't people donating so, plasma to fight COVID-19? So they are. No, but they're um, doing it to survive because opportunities slash incomes are drying up. Okay. Oh, so I just comment on that? Sure. So, Kevin, yes. Um, in hospital settings and also, I believe, the American Red Cross, which allows you to donate right. once a month. CSF okay. plasma is not on that list. Is it legal in New York State? To donate plasma. Is, is, yes, is, yeah, it's not it's not illegal to donate your plasma. Donate, not sell. That's what's different. That this is financializing it. It's making this it a profit. Making okay. institution. But it's legal. But it's legal. Should prostitution be legal? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is legal. <laughs> work is work well, yeah. of any kind. If we're going well, to live in a market economy, then all work has to be on the table. It has to be respected yeah, okay. well, and thus organizable. Yeah, you're in a market economy, Dan. It's not, it's not communism. That's what I'm you're saying. As long as we're in a market economy, we need to be able to organize right. our labor and our, and our production. And that means yeah, well, 
not being these individual actors that then get exploited. Two consenting adults can make any contract they want, with the exception of minimum wage, which shouldn't be outlawed. That's ignoring the power dynamics and the imbalance of power between large institutions like banks and multi-billion dollar companies. Is a multi-billion dollar company an individual making a contract with each individual donor? Yes. Right. And do you think that is a balanced, fair, equitable interaction? If you work at the the plasma center, I can walk in. That's an employee, Kevin. That's not the owner. That's not the person benefiting from the plasma. So so if I open a plasma center that's owned by Kevin and Dan wants to donate, you would. It wouldn't be be owned by Kevin. It would be owned by Plasma Incorporated. As we've discussed already. <laughs> Did we get off topic? Well, well, Cynthia, you got to talk. Well, he brought up drug legalization. Jen, thinking that the drug legalization, drug a drug deal is a contract between two people. Yeah, deregulated okay. one. Yes. Yeah, so why wouldn't plasma be the same? Cynthia. Well, the issue at the point here, politically speaking, is to not put it right in the middle of a poor neighborhood. So it's not saying to ban it, but to ban it from Albany. So we're protecting poor people. Should Hannaford not take um, bottle returns because poor people go out and collect them out of trash cans, and that is sub-minimum wage? Would that should that be illegal in that same plaza? I think it's two different things. Big, you know. <laughs> False equivalence, <laughs> but well, I'm not. Know. Wait, wait, wait. So what? Wait, what, the, what are the negative effects of bottle returns, Kevin? You're exploiting the poor for sub-minimum wage. They go out all day. I yes, mean, yes, that's I the entire economy, Kevin. That's that's where yeah. I'm coming from. The entire economy is exploitative well, and immoral. You know, Dan, you're not you're you're on a different wavelength because you're not going to have a communist revolution. Sure. The guy just wants the guy just wants to decide whether he can bully a, a developer into getting something that they don't want because they just don't like it. Could you, uh, would, but what we're seeing exactly, right now exactly, is that politics exactly. are mar- starting to matter again, that you actually have so, a council sticking up for the concerns of the community members. I mean, that's they're big. Gonna get crushed. They're going to get crushed in the court. The court's going to slaughter. I disagree there, Kathy's Kevin. Right in the court, the court, I disagree. No, I, dis- I disagree yeah. because I think any judge is going to look at this and see all the problems that occurred, and, and they may just go yeah, with the council, which has legislative Zach, authority. Zach, you're a paralegal. They, you guys specifically targeted, and they changed this after the people applied. What do you, what do you mean? Dan, Dan, you need to get the New York State Department of Health to ban these things. You're on a whole different wavelength. Well, we did that with fracking, so we could do it with other things, too. Well, there you go. But he's just trying to keep it out of his neighborhood. But what no, I'm no, saying it's, is, would it's you allow, more than that. It's you, always been a citywide. It's always been citywide in my perspective. This has always been a citywide a issue. Dis- how about a pot dispensary? Would you allow that? I think it's actually been discussed, uh, Kevin. I think there's a 500, possibly a 500-foot separation. What about Popeye's made- chicken? What about Popeye's chicken? Is Popeye's chicken acceptable? Because that kills a lot of people too. Long-term benefits <laughs> of Popeye's chicken. See what I mean? 
it's arbitrary. I don't know. I mean, you just don't like the plastic. So, so if plastic. everything is bad and killing us, Kevin, then uh, shouldn't we you know be what? working towards having an alternative economy? No, you should be working towards But your argument is that all of this is fine. It is fine because you don't have to donate plasma. You, you, you're coming up with an external thing. I know plenty of poor people that don't put, donate plasma. <laughs> it's not donation, Kevin. We're talking about selling one's plasma, just like one sells labor. Yeah, well, you sell it. What's wrong with that? I would sell my plasma in a heartbeat. I would sell my blood. Why wouldn't you? All right, and then do that and, and, and accept the health consequences. What's the health consequence Mr. of Mr. Freedom blood? Larper? What? <laughs> you keep saying <laughs> donated, Kevin. What? I'm saying, Dan, you know, what's the, what's the difference between Dan. a whorehouse or a pot dispensary or, or exploiting poor people through the bottle return? You're exploiting poor people through the bottle return. They spend all day, they collect $20, and they could have worked somewhere and made $15 yes, per hour minimum thus wage. the necessity of organizing and act and thinking politically instead of just being so part what, of this large machine that, why, that why is not, automatic. Why not ban hey, that? Hey, Dan. Dan? Yes. You're yes, coming across a little too angry. Just tone it down just a bit. Well, he's a communist. All right. He's a revolutionary, bro. He went to overthrow the system. Yeah. Okay, no. Zach, Zach, I, I see what Zach's saying. I mean, Zach, but you know, you're a paralegal. You'll see this will go to the court. And um, well, as you know, know, I was just saying, you know, so you know, as I, you know, I talked about like in one of my statements to the council, you know, how this has gone to the BZA, the planning board, the BZA, the council, the BZA, the planning board. You know, they're going to look at all of these things, and it's going to, you know, it's going to be, it is going to be decided in the court, and. Um, you know, hopefully they'll look at a lot of the stuff that I produced, a lot of the information that well, is part say, of I would say if, you, if your planning department, I mean, we've seen this in Troy, if your planning department's not being honest with you, you got to get rid of Kathy. Well, you know, so I'm part of Stop the Stories, which is a group that, you know, advocates for, like, responsible, appropriate development. And um, there's been a lot of projects where there really has been a lot of concerns about, you know, transparency, the planning department, you know, there was, sure. an, I don't know if you know, there was a 563 New Scotland project where there was actually a restricted covenant on some yeah. parcels the height. that yep. restricted the height. And then um, I think it was the council actually put forth a resolution calling on the planning department and uh, in the, in the corporation council to enforce that restricted deed, um, well, that, which I don't believe that, they have. But, but, but don't they allow variances? Um, there, there is variances allowed, um, but the so problem is that have been a variance. Is, here's the thing, though. This is a restricted deed and covenant that ran for 75 years. Okay, Understood. that needs. I got you. That yep. needs to be respected. And that was yep. actually it was actually signed before the USCO good got passed because there was objections from the neighborhood residents on I think it was West Lawrence Street. And that's why it got put in at the insistence of the planning department. That's funny. Yeah, well, see, so if you just went back up to the macro thing before the, the revolution happens, you would have a lot more uh, restricted deeds and covenants. Like you would have your association of neighbors and you would all privately own everything. Then you could set any zoning you wanted. But because you have these, you know, one size fits all government zoning, this is what happens. Well, you know, the USCO was supposed to make it more streamlined, 
And I'm, <laughs> I'm not seeing it from my perspective being, you know, focused on these several projects like 1211 yeah. Western, which is like, I think a seven story building they're trying to put in. Um, but uh, you know, it's been it's been it's been interesting. And then you know, sixty Colvin Ave where they they clear cut before like you know site plan approval. <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of Typical. weird th- things that happen. Yeah. So Kevin, well, who well, are the no, right but... people to be running uh, and managing the development zoning and whatnot? What was that, Dan? I couldn't oh, hear the first part. Oh. There. Who are the who are the right people, right? You say Kathy needs to go because Kathy is apparently the problem here. Who are the right people to be managing to, all of this? It's whoever wins. It whoever wins the election. That's you know whoever you guys decide over there. It's your city. But what kind of person? Like who? What kind of person? Well, like what kind of what kind of agenda would they have? If you have a fifteen to zero. Uh, you know, override of a veto, obviously you got to get rid of Kathy. That's all I'm saying. I don't care if you hire another communist or whatever. I, you know, it's your city. <laughs> no, the problem is the courts aren't going to uphold it. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, think, my ideal know, world would be why would anybody care what you put in the plaza? you got people going to Popeye's Chicken and uh, getting their nails done. What, who cares if they're donating plasma? You already have junkies and and homeless and, you know, all sorts of undesirables over there now. So you're, you know Kevin, what they know? Kevin, I'll, I'll, I'll get your email and I'll send you, I'll send you my info. <laughs> you take a look at it. Yeah, no, it's no problem. You know, I mean, I, you know, Cynthia just wants me to talk on something. But yeah, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, well, the courts are going to flip this thing. And I was just surprised to see. I like seeing the uh, split between the council and Kathy. It's good. You never, you haven't seen it. And it's a Zach, Zach, I understand it's a lot more complicated. I mean, we went through a million-dollar comprehensive plan. We had planning directors that were basically criminals, illegal demolitions. Uh, you know, I've, I've been through all this local stuff. Mm. You know, so yeah. uh, it is more it is more complicated than thirty minutes. I'm sure. But, Absolutely. The overcomplication but, you know, is like a long. Can Can one of us talk to? The overcomplication is part of like a longer trend of the financialization and the kind of the automatic management of our economy, our society, right? So the signal here of the council actually acting in an organized manner for once is kind of like the return of politics because that's how a lot of people are reacting to the over the consolidation, one recession after another, of power, money, wealth, control, in the hands of fewer and fewer hands. And that's not government hands. That's private hands. The council and Kathy are private hands? No. No, I'm talking about the developers and the people who can afford to run things in the court. See, Dan, you don't believe in private property. I prefer to have uh, public, yeah, public and communal <laughs> so you're property. Not even, you're not playing. We're playing baseball. You're playing football. You're not even playing the same game. Well, we should so be playing a different have, game. Gonna, the game we're playing right now allows, as you say, legal to sell your freaking blood consistently with no regulation of how much you give till you actually so bleed not, out. Well, Dan, they're legalizing surrogacy this year. They're, you're selling your baby. <laughs> Do not impose your straw mans on me. 
because I do not do that okay. to you. Am I calling you anything? Am I, am I imposing uh, what kind of politics you have? Well, you don't believe in private property. I'm just waiting for arguments here besides uh, it's uh, it's already fine. You know, the courts will say it's fine. You're coming to courts yeah. way too angry. Well, he's not even having the same debate, Cynthia. Well, we're, we're talking about that. extremely people. We're talking about people getting hurt here. Why shouldn't I be angry I about it? So you want to legalize marijuana or legalize cocaine or legalize heroin. People get hurt on that all day long. We just had 30 overdoses in Troy. Well, the facts are that less people get hurt when these things are accessible and regulated and that we can actually treat people. Right now, if you're a cocaine addict, you can't have any viable treatment. Right. That's because of its illegalization. So actually, the facts are on my side with that. So what's wrong with facts are that the more we have community control and community input, meaning democracy, the better outcomes there are. You, I see. You should be able to get elected mayor. You should. You should be the mayor of of, uh, Albany. He did run for mayor. Well, that's what I mean. So these arguments yeah. come in eventually. So you'll be able to take over, and you can be impose your will on other on other people's private property. <laughs> yes, their whole imposing will. Yes, that's it. That's all. No, yeah, straw man's again. Can you make a real argument, well, please? Okay, You're not making an argument against anything I've said, Kevin. Only to say that it's not popular. Oh wow! How original. No, I'm, this is this is the argument. This is where it stops. One, two consenting adults have a, a right to make a contract between each other. It works for drugs, prostitution, and plasma. Period. It works for homosexual sex. It works for straight sex. It works for marriage. It works now for surrogacy. So if you don't want surrogacy, you don't. A want world of equal contracts would be nice. Yes, but that's not what we have. So if I walk into a plasma center as a millionaire, I'm being exploited by a billionaire corporation. A millionaire does not have to walk into a plasma center. But what if I want to? What if I'm a cheapskate and I want to make 40 more bucks, which I would in a heartbeat? That's not a realistic uh, thought experiment, sir. Well, then, then you're not dealing with reality. The, what reality what would collect, uh, someone like yourself want to need to make an extra $40? But if I want to collect bottles all day and I'm doing the work for the state of New York to recycle and I only make 20 bucks for eight hours of work, that's less than the minimum wage. Shouldn't that be illegal? And would you do that? People do it every day in Troy. I talk to them. I give them my bottle. Right. And what kind so of situation illegal? are they in? They're having fun, I guess. I don't know. I don't care because I don't want to control their lives. Anywho. Well, maybe you should care a little bit more. <laughs> I, Zach, because I the, you let's, could let's, learn let's reel, it, let's reel it back in here. Why, they're, why they have to topic. collect bottles. Gen- gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> we're almost, we're almost, we're yeah, almost out of time. So let me ask you this question. We have like a minute and a half left. What has what what have you guys come out of this discussion? Uh what positive things came out of this discussion? Kevin. Zach can't Zach can't trust government. I like it. 
That's all I got. Okay. Zach, well, just, I couldn't Zach hear got, that. What's that? I said Zach should. Zach Zach needs to get a better grip on his lying government in Albany. That's what I get out of it. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they're gonna lie to you like that, it's got to be exposed. That and Zach, you're right. It didn't come across in any of the uh, Times Union pieces. That is more complicated. Yes. You know, so if they're going to have a system where they're going to do this stuff, at least play by the rules, that's that's what it's at. And then the other that's, the lesson from Dan yeah. is Dan's playing a totally different game than everybody else. So, you know, you're trying to play football, and he's out here playing baseball, which is okay, which is okay. But that's not the, the world yeah. that Zach, Zach is going to. We court. need more games, right? You like We need diversity. Well, you got to have the same rule book. If people aren't playing the same rule book, then you're going to have this chaos and you're going to have a civil war. I mean, now who's imposing their will on others? <laughs> well, you have your to, rule listen, culture is tyranny. Who's rule book, Kevin? Clock is ticking. Clock is ticking, guys. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. clock is ticking. Yeah. Have a good way. See you later, guys. All right. Thanks, okay. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Cynthia, as always. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Pleasure.